from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. And welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Today is, whoa, I can't believe it's already here, but today is March 12th, year of our Lord, 2021. I am your ever so humble, ever so God-fearing, but ever so God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot. This is the new uh, facelift, I guess you can say, of the show, and um, I just want to make sure that everything is okay and that everybody can hear all right and everybody can see all right. So, without any further ado, if you could just let me know the connection is good, and if you could let me know that uh, everything looks okay on my end, um, but uh, it's always nice to have some help uh, from the audience as well. So, you guys, thank you so much. It looks like uh, the show has, has started now, and uh, we're going to start giving some live shout-outs now that we've started. So let's go ahead and do that right now to people who are watching live on YouTube. And for those who will be listening on the podcast as well, I'd like to give a shout-out to Julie Klein. I'd like to give a shout-out to Shannon Torrance. Good morning. Sabrina Walden, happy Friday to you. Thank you for joining in today. Patricia Shavlin says, fire, fire, <laughs> meaning that the show is awesome. I take that anyway. Audra T, good morning. Thank you very much for joining in. Tina Melroy, shout-out from OHIO. Kathy Ratcliffe from Mississippi. Tammy Stafford says, great lead-in, Jeremy. Thank you. Yesterday, I actually did it with my own music, but for some reason, my music is not tied to my YouTube page, so there was copyright claims, which is why I think there was so many ads yesterday for people who were watching the show later on in the evening. All right, I'd like to give a shout out to Brett Cleverly, Regina Johnson from Oklahoma. How are you? Thank you for joining in. Jennifer uh, Lusks. Lus from Delaware. I hope I said that right, Jennifer. Uh, Lauren Quebeca from Texas. Good to see you. Donna Flynn from the great state of Florida. Russ Brizendine. He's been watching for quite a while now. How you doing, Russ? Appreciate you joining in. Amanda Collins. Carla Murphy from Missouri. Good to see you. The show me state. Well, I'm trying to show you. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Patricia Mayher. How you doing from Ohio as well? We got Donna Curtis from Michigan. And I want to just give a few more shout outs here for people joining in. Lisa Harris, good morning to you. Um, and Mary Miller, good morning and God bless. And James Dillon from the wonderful state of Tennessee. Thank you guys so much. I'd also like to give a couple more shout outs to people that I wrote down who I was emailing uh, earlier. Shannon Rice, Shannon Rice could uh, use some prayers right now from all of you guys. If you could, uh, if you guys could uh, give some prayers to Shannon, she's she's battling some, you know, some inner demons right now, and some some, um, you know, just a lot of things that a lot of people are going through. I don't want to put too much out there, but Shannon, she's dealing with a lot right now, and I would ask that you guys uh, continue to uh, to help pray for people of this audience. Okay, I appreciate that big time. Also, Tanya Jordan. Or Tanya Jordan, I should say. She bought some uh, Armor of God and some Yahweh gear from the store. And uh, um, I, I just wanted to give her a big shout out and a thank you for doing that. And remember, guys, if you want to preserve the logos that uh, that, that come on these show, uh, come on these uh, clothes that you order, uh, you know, make sure you wash them inside out. And uh, if you can air dry them, that's always the best. That way, the, the logo stays nice and bright. 
And also, I want to let you guys know that the uh, on Telegram, fans of Jeremy Harrell, uh, Hip Hop Patriot, I believe it's fans of uh, Hip Hop Patriot, uh, there's about three or four hundred of them in there, so you know who they are when you go uh, when you join the group. They're amazing, great people. I want to give a big shout out to that page, who's constantly always doing wonderful things for the show. Now, here's who you don't follow on Telegram. There is a lady named Melissa C. Now, this was the girl who was pretending to be me um, and pretending uh, to be, uh, you know, basically that, that she was me <laughs> until I got on Telegram and went on there and said, no, this is not me. And then she said she was a left-wing hack and she was FBI. And now she's saying that I'm a terrorist. I'm a domestic terrorist. I'm an insurrectionist. But she pretends to be me at the same time. And she calls herself my biggest fan. So stay away from Melissa C. and the Jeremy Harrell's biggest fan page on Telegram because it is a lie. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to uh, just wanted to make sure that everybody uh, knew and understood that. Uh, now we're going to get to the verse of the day, guys, because we should always give our honor, our love, our attention, our worship, and just everything to God before we do anything. God should be with us everywhere we go because when you truly, when you truly have God with you wherever you go, nothing else in the world. Um, can stop you. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can harm you. So make sure, guys, that everything you do, even if when you, even when you just drop kids off at school, make sure God is with you. So the verse of the day today comes from Hebrews 18 and 19. Hebrews 6, excuse me, 18 and 19. And it says, so God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through uh, the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. And then I wrote, God embodies all truth. Therefore, he cannot lie. God is, capital I-S, God is truth. You can be secure in his promises. You don't need to wonder if he will change his plans or not. He's never going to change his plans, and he's never going to change his promises. Okay? You don't have to worry about that. Our hope is secure and immovable, anchored in God, just as a ship anchors, a ship's anchor holds firmly to the seabed. If you ask God for guidance, direction, help, or advice, and you truly ask him, with all of your heart, all of your sincerity, and all of your trust, you will be answered. Remember, guys, God answers all your prayers if you come to him sincerely. They're all already answered. You just might not see that. You might not see it on your time. You may not, may not know it, but God answers every one of your prayers. So just remember, he promised you this, and he will do so. Just go to him in sincerity. Go to him in honesty. Go to him with trust and faith. And for all those folks like Shannon Rice and many, many others who are going through these hard times, guys, this is how you get through them. I know it sounds cliche. I, I do. I know it sounds cliche. I know a lot of people say, well, prayers don't do, that's just prayers. No, that's, that's not the case, guys. Prayers lead to, uh, lead to, to action. And once you put action behind prayers, as God guides you to do so, everything can change. Just remember, you can move mountains with faith. You can move mountains with faith the size of a mustard seed. 
That is not fake. That is not just some fairy tale told in a book. Um, Susan S. says, shout out to God. You are correct. Shout out to God, huh? So we got about 1,700 people watching right now, guys. If you could all do me the, the most wonderful favor, and that is to, um, to like the video, number one. And then if you can, share the video. Sharing it on Facebook, sharing it on these other platforms, that's really how we, how we get out there, okay? So let me take a sip of my coffee, and then we'll get busy with the first and foremost section. And I do really appreciate you guys loving the new format, you guys. This is a lot of work. This is a lot of work to actually do this. It doesn't look like it since I'm just sitting here on camera, but it is a lot of work. And sooner or later, I'll get it figured out. Um, I believe, again, the only reason that you saw, uh, a lot of people said there were so many ads on yesterday's show when they watched it later. And I believe the reason why was because I played music that was a copyright claimed, which is my own music. So I have to work with YouTube to let them know that this is actually me. I'm the creator of that music, so I don't have to play royalty-free music in the beginning of every video, okay? Because I want you guys to hear my music as well. All right, first and foremost, guys, we're going to get right to it. We're going to get to Resident Corn Pop's address to the nation last night. It was horrendous. It was Nothing short of being a dictator. It was a terrible speech. It had nothing to do with patriotism. It had nothing to do with, um, with you know what? You know what I forgot to do? Do you know what I forgot to do? I, I felt something was wrong here. I felt something was wrong here. Somebody said you need to get a mic. I don't think I need to get a mic other than for looks. Um, I have a mic built in all... In, in the cameras, and, uh, and and I think they sound pretty good. Um, but uh, anyway, I forgot to do the Lord's Prayer, and I knew something was missing. So if you could please, if you're, if you're somewhere where you can say it out loud, say it loud for God to hear it. If you're somewhere where you can't say it out loud, then say it internally um, in order for, uh, for your soul, for the heavenly spirit, the Holy Spirit to hear you, okay? All right, here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, now I feel like we can get busy. Now, again, going back to Resident Corn Pop's speech, I did not watch it either. What I did is I went back and I just watched little pieces of it because I can't stand to sit there while this man fumbles and mumbles his way through while his puppeteers sit on the sidelines and think that it's okay. Okay, here's the crazy thing about the speech. Before we get into how unpatriotic it was, before we get into how un-American it was, before we get into how non-Trump-esque it was, let's talk about how many people actually watched it. So there are, thanks to President Trump, there are hundreds of thousands of people who have subscribed to the White House's YouTube channel. However, last night there was only, let me see if I can get this right here. There was only 7,141 people who tuned in to the YouTube page for the White House's YouTube page last night to watch that. Only 7,141. It has 5,000 thumbs up and it has almost 8,000 thumbs down. And you mean to tell me that that guy got 80 million votes? Guys, you, can't, you, cannot, you, you cannot tout this lie anymore. 
okay? You cannot tout this lie. I don't care if it's YouTube, Facebook, fact checkers, liberals, Democrat, whatever it is. You cannot tout this lie anymore. This is an absolute sham. It, we knew it. You knew it. I knew it. We knew it when it was happening. And now it's even further uh, proof that this man did not get 80 million votes. This man was lucky to get 80,000 votes, okay? Now, moving on to the things that he said. Here's some of the things that he, he um, first of all, he took, he, he took credit for the vaccine. Now, even though I think this vaccine is absolutely horrendous, I will never get it, and I will never urge people to get it based on the research that I've done about it and just the common sense of the fact that it's like, oh, what, six months old? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, he took credit for the vaccine when the credit's supposed to go to President Trump. That's who initiated Operation Warp Speed. That's who got it out. That's who worked hard. That's who made sure that all these companies got it out for free. And that's who really initiated everything. That's who was the foundation of the building blocks for Operation Warp Speed. And then President Biden comes on there and says, two months ago, we didn't have enough vaccine. Uh, duh. Dumb, dumb. Of course you didn't have enough vaccines two months ago. It was brand new. You didn't you, you didn't do a thing. You haven't done a single thing as it comes as it relates to this vaccine or as it relates to anything else. You are you're a complete dum-dum. You have no idea what you're even talking about. Number one, you did not, you should not, and 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 will never be able to take credit for that vaccine for those who want it. I mean, I'm never gonna get it anyway. Then he goes on to tell you that you might be able to get this, you guys, you might be able to celebrate 4th of July this year. You might be able to celebrate 4th of July this year. Okay. This man is now telling you when, where, and how, and how many people you can celebrate with the, 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 the nation's, one of the nation's greatest holidays, if not the greatest holiday in the nation, 4th of July, celebrating our independence from the UK, which none of us care about, Harry and Princess Harry and, 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 and Meghan Markle. Nobody cares about that stuff anymore. They're irrelevant. They're almost as irrelevant and not the people of the UK because I know there's some people watching from the UK who can't stand it either. But the entire system is about irrelevant as Hillary Clinton. Remember what happened? That's about how irrelevant they are. So he gets, he comes out and tells you when you'll be able to do it, how you'll be able to do it, where you'll be able to do it, and with how many people you'll be able to celebrate 4th of July with. And then, guys, he even goes further and says that he threatens you. He literally threatened the United States of America. He said that unless you follow Dr. Fauci's, um, uh, basically, orders on what to do with your masks and wearing your masky pads and six feet social distancing and getting vaccines and still have to wear your mask and all this other crap. He then tells you, he threatens you and says, if you don't follow Dr. Fauci's orders when it comes to this pandemic, you may not be able to celebrate the 4th of July. Are you kidding me right now? And then the rest of it was filled with lies, lies, and lies. I could have fact-checked it as much as I fact-checked Jen Psaki, pretend to be press secretary Jen Psaki. It was a complete and utter failure. And, and here's, the, here's the thing about the, the people who run Joe Biden, the people who are in charge of all this right now, that was an utter failure last night. It was an utter failure last night on their part because at least they're supposed to put on a show. At least they're supposed to have smoke and mirrors. They had none of that last night. They're at least they're supposed to be able to, you know, install hope. I mean, instill hope or instill some kind of patriotism in you, but that's not what they want to do. So maybe they did exactly what they wanted to do. However, from the eyes of an American, I don't care if you're left, right, center, or indifferent, or just don't care about politics altogether. It was a total 
failure. It was, wasn't this the first address that we've seen from this loser? And it was a total failure. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I need to do this right now because I'm starting to get worked up about what this guy said about our country. Lord Jesus, Father in heaven, can you please bless these people who want to do America harm? Can you please show them the way of God? Can you please show them the will of the people? And please, God, please let them come around and 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 honor you and honor the people that they serve. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Because I'm telling you what, ladies and gentlemen, that stuff right there, that stuff gets me heated. 5,000 thumbs up, but 8,000 thumbs down and only 7,000 people watching at one time. President Trump could go on any platform right now. He could go on any platform right now and he could have literally millions of people watching him. He could go on Right Side Broadcasting, Facebook Live, and he could have literally 100 and 90, 250,000 people watching him just on their broadcast alone. You know it. I know it. The world now knows. And they're going to continue to see that this man, there is no way in H-E double hockey sticks that this man and his hairy legs and his cockroaches and the kids jumping on his lap all together combined got 80 million votes. Period. That's the first and foremost section of the day today, ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, Dr. Fauci, Nobody cares what you have to say. The highest paid unelected official in Washington, D.C., you've lied, you've moved the goalpost, you've changed your stance, you've literally flip-flopped more than a Democrat on the beach wearing flip-flops in the summer. Idiot. I got dumb, dumb awards to give away today, so I'm not going to waste them on a person that we already know who's a dumb, dumb. So please, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't yet done it, um, you might have to X out of the live chat, click the like button, and then you can click the live chat button and come back in. If you do not have a Gmail account or a Google account that you are signed into, you will not be able to live chat. That's just the way things go here on YouTube. But as soon as I can get it all set up to be able to live stream on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram, and all of them at one time, which is coming... It's coming, folks, but we're trying to get things figured out here uh, as we go, so please bear with me. Um, and share the video, because that's always helpful. All right, we're going to move on, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give a big shout out today to America's Frontline Doctors. This is an association, and it's also, um, do you remember the, um, I can't remember her name right now, but remember the doctor that came out um, from Texas, and she started talking about hydroxychloroquine? Maybe you guys can help me out in the in the chat here. I'm looking down right now. Um, uh, Henry says, Jeremy never says my name. Henry Vitella uh, says, Jeremy never says my name. Well, there you go, Henry. I caught it. But uh, remember the doctor who, who came out and said that she gave all of her uh, patients hydroxychloroquine and then the left attacked her and said that she talks about demons and this, that, and the other and started like uh, destroying her left and right. I can't remember what her name was. Dr. Stella, that's right. Thank you very much for... This is why I love this show. Dr. Emmanuel Stella, that's right. Okay, so she belonged... Uh, or she, I don't know if she belongs to, but she's definitely been out speaking with the frontline... Uh, America's frontline doctors before. Well, the America frontline doctors yesterday were protesting. Thank God somebody is in this country. We're protesting at the CDC in Atlanta to protest against forcing millions of Americans to take... 
an experimental vaccine for COVID for the COVID-19 pathogen with a survival rate of 99.7% survival rate, ladies and gentlemen. Now here's, I'm going to tie this in with one of the other stories that I wanted to talk about today. Okay. Do you remember the, um, the story I was telling you yesterday about the 20 or the 38 year old, uh, mother of one who died after taking her second dose of Moderna. We're going to get to that in a minute, but I want to get back to this real quick. America's frontline doctors, they're protesting forcing millions of people to take this vaccine, which is an experimental vaccine as it is, which is not approved by the FDA as it is, and which is causing massive problems. Remember how President Trump said, if we stop doing so much testing, we'll stop having so many uh, positive results. Same thing applies here. Now that we're giving so many people the vaccine, you're starting to hear about all the problems. First, you started hearing about Bell's palsy. Palsy. Then you started hearing about blood clots, and and throughout this entire process, you've been hearing about people who are dying after taking uh, the vaccine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when you have a 99.7 percent survival rate, and they are trying to force you, the CDC and 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 President Biden, half of his speech last night, from what I hear, was talking about take the vaccine, take the vaccine, wear a mask, take the vaccine, wear a mask while you're taking the vaccine, wear ten masks and put the vaccine in your mouth. I don't know. He just kept going on and on about the dumb dumb vaccine. Anyway, uh, you're trying to force people to do this with a 99% survival rate. However, um, Cassidy Curl, Cassidy Curl is a 39-year-old, was, excuse me, was a 39-year-old mother of one from Ogden, Utah, who passed away after taking the Moderna vaccine and her employers made her take the vaccine or she was going to be fired. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Think about the realm that we're living in right now. They are forcing people to take the vaccine more and more. More employers are forcing people to take the vaccine or they're going to be fired, okay? This woman, who was a mother of one in Ogden, Utah, decided, okay, instead of being fired, I'll take the vaccine. So she takes the first vaccine. The first shot, first dose, I should say. Then she takes the second dose. And after her second dose of her employer making her take the vaccine, she died four days later and she had no underlying conditions and she had no previous health issues whatsoever, leaving behind a young child who she could have raised and been a mother for the rest of her life, life, but no. Now, Pam says, sue the employer. Here's the problem with all this, ladies and gentlemen. You can't. The government has made it so you cannot sue anybody for what happens to you for take from taking this vaccine because it, because it's not FDA approved. So here, here, think about what we're dealing with here. You have a non-FDA approved vaccine that was rushed through and nobody has any idea what it's going to do to them. Okay, you're having massive problems with it left and right. You have they're forcing you to take it. Uh, Some employers are forcing you to take it or get fired. It's not approved by the FDA, so you can't sue. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, we're just guinea pigs. We are guinea pigs. They're making it so you can't take certain transportation. Pretty soon you won't be able to go overseas unless you have the vaccine. They are forcing it. Ask yourself why. With a pathogen that has a 99.7% survival rate, you have to ask yourself why. Why? Now, I'm not telling you to take it, and I'm not telling you not to take it. What I'm telling you is is facts, things that actually happened. And now here's the worst thing in all of this. Cassidy Curl, God bless her soul and may she rest in peace and let's hope and pray that her daughter is safe through all of this. 
because we know that she's going through pain, unbearable pain from losing her mother. But on top of all this, medical professionals are warning the public not to jump to conclusions and to still take the vaccine because it's safe. I'm sorry, if you put, if my friend sitting next to me puts their hand in a candy jar, takes out some candy and eats it and dies, I'm not going to put my hand in that candy jar and eat the candy too. I would be stupid for doing that. I would be a dum-dum for doing that. Don't you think? I mean, this whole thing, ladies and gentlemen, is outrageous. It really is. Cannot sue them. Isn't that amazing? All right. We're going to move on from this, but I just wanted to, I wanted to, to let you know that Joe Biden will let you know when you can celebrate the 4th of July, or if you can, Dr. Fauci will tell you when you can celebrate things and gather again. If you don't follow his orders, you'll never be able to do it. And the frontline doctors are at least standing out there, shout out to them and, and protesting this crazy, crazy notion of forcing people to take an experimental vaccine that is not FDA approved, that people are having complications from and dying from. And more than likely, uh, this platform will probably end up taking this video down because I'm talking about uh, COVID-19 vaccines so negatively. Guys, we got about 2,500 people watching right now. If you could just do me a quick favor, copy the link and go over and share it on your Facebook pages, I would appreciate that. All right, let's talk about banning transgender athletes in schools. Okay, here we go. This is, I have a big beef with this and I, and I, and I thank the states who are, who are making it illegal for uh, a transgender male athlete to, to, uh, perform or compete against women athletes in schools, okay? Politico did a poll. And this is a this is this is something else. Wait till you hear this. Politico did a poll and in this poll they decided to ask people, "Do you support the ban on transgender athletes being able to compete against young girls or do you uh, approve of the ban?" You either support the ban, which I support, or you op oppose the ban, okay? Check this out. This is going to blow your mind. They polled just men, okay? D doesn't matter what, how, what age these men are, men are or what, what political affiliation. They just, they just did men and women first, okay? Men, 59% of men support the ban. How cool is that, right? 59%, that's 60% of men, support the ban on transgender males being able to compete against young girls and, and destroying any uh, career that they might have. 59%. 29% oppose. Okay, that sounds about right. A third of the men out there are beta males and uh, that they, don't, uh, they have no regard and no respect for women or women's sports. All right, let's move on. They asked women. This shocked me. 46% of women support the ban. Only 46% of the gender that is being attacked, only 46% of the gender that is being reduced to, to, to what? To being able to have to, to, to physically compete against somebody who's already got a genetical, uh, you know, uh, one up on them, I guess you can say two up, three up only 46% of women, um, support the ban and 34% oppose. That means only 34% um, of women actually oppose it. It should be a lot higher. That should be opposite. 
You know what I mean? I mean, it should be like six, 70% women support the ban and, and 30% oppose. But it seems like more, <laughs> more men uh, support the ban than women. I, I thought that was incredible. All right? Now, here's something else. They asked then Republicans and Democrats. Doesn't care about what gender they are. 74% of Republicans support the ban, as I support it. That's good news. And only 15% oppose. That means 15% of Republicans want transgender males to to compete against uh, women. Then they asked Democrats. 40% of Democrats opposed. But 42%, I mean, excuse me, 40% support the ban and 42% oppose it. That means more Democrats want men to compete against women than than don't. So that that doesn't really... I mean, this is Politico's poll, but it's still, it's it's incredible. Then they asked independents. 49% of independents support the ban and 33% oppose it. Okay. Then they asked millennials and Gen Z and baby boomers. Gen Z, 43% support the ban and 44% oppose. You see the indoctrination kicking in? You see how it kicks in? The The younger crowd starts falling in line with the Democrats and the left. And until they get older and realize how dumb they were when they were young, and then they become Republicans later. Millennials, 56% support the ban, and only and 28% oppose. So great job, millennials. You guys have been getting uh, kicked around for the last decade, but you guys are starting to wake up and smell the coffee because you're getting older. Now, baby boomers, 50% uh, support the ban and 32% oppose. So it seems like the only real problem here, ladies and gentlemen, is among Democrats among Gen Z, and really among women themselves. More men care about this issue than women in this poll. I thought that was a little bit weird, but that's the poll, and I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Yesterday, Antifa, you know, Antifa, they're just an idea. They're not a terrorist group. No, they're not a terrorist organization. They're just an idea, Antifa. Remember when Merrick Garland, just a couple weeks ago, who was not an attorney general then, he was trying to become an attorney general, and now he's the holds the highest law office in the land? Merrick Garland said, well, as long as people are doing it at night, it's not insurrection. As long as people do it at nighttime, in the PM hours, it's not terrorism. It's only when you do it in the daytime hours. Oh, so the people who breached the Capitol and decided they wanted to take our government back over from a totalitarian dictatorship that it's become, those are insurrectionists and those are terrorists because it happened in the AM. Had they been there at nighttime, it would have been a different story and they wouldn't have been labeled terrorists, I guess, because Antifa last night decided to strike again. And in Portland, businesses and courthouses were were, were trying to safeguard their establishments by putting up plywood. Well, Antifa in Portland last night decided they were going to rip down that plywood and they were going to burn American flags and then set fire to the courthouse itself. But, ladies and gentlemen, they're just an idea, remember? And the Attorney General, who's just about as useless as the last Attorney General we had, to be honest with you, says that as long as it's happening at nighttime, it's just... It's just an idea. It's it's not terrorism. And it's not insurrection. Hmm. 
But Antifa added again, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, the government's focusing on patriots or people who are called uh, reality denialists, meaning that if you do not think that Joe Biden won the election, even though you can look at the YouTube numbers and know that he did not get 80 million views, but if you somehow say that he did not win the election, you're a terrorist. But if you can strap on a black mask and strap on black headband, put black clothing on with an anarchy symbol on it, and make sure you go at night, you can burn down a courthouse and you're just fine. You're just an idea. Oh, my lanta, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we are going to give one, two, three. Let's see. One, two, three, four. Four dum-dums. We got four dum-dums to give away. And these dum-dum awards here go to Barack Hussein Obama. They go to George W. Bush. And they go to Bill Clinton, rapist himself, and it goes to Jimmy Carter. All living presidents, besides President Trump, are urging you and telling you that you need to go get this vaccine. The only president who is not urging you on a daily basis on their social media accounts to make sure you go get this vaccine and to make sure you wear a mask and socially distance is President Trump. Now let me ask you, ladies and gentlemen, if you were to be approached by any of those four presidents or President Trump and given advice, which advice would you take? Would you take the advice from Barack Obama, George Bush, Bill Clinton, and Jimmy Carter? Or would you take advice from the greatest president that ever walked the face of the earth, President Donald J. Trump? I'm going to give a dumb, dumb award to Bill Clinton. No, that's not a woman. You can't rape it. I'm going to give a dumb, dumb award to Barack Obama. I'm going to give, that's not the Constitution, you can't step all over it. I'm going to give an award to George W. Bush. No, that is uh, not a dictionary, uh, so you can't read it and try to actually form words together. And I'm going to give a dumb, dumb award to Jimmy Carter, who was probably the worst president besides Barack Hussein Obama that ever walked the face of this earth. All of you are dumb dumbs because nobody cares about your advice, nobody cares about your uh, your your. Your, your agenda, and nobody cared about you as presidents anyways. And George Bush, we did care about you until we found out how much of a globalist you were. So you all get dum-dums. I would take my, president, uh, uh, my advice from President Donald J. Trump, and when you see all those four getting together and urging you to do something, and then you see President Trump not falling in line, I think it's a good indication on which way you should fall as well. <laughs> no, that's not a girl. You can't rape it. Where the heck did that Oh, I am in a rare mood this morning, ladies and gentlemen. I am in a rare mood this morning. Okay, I also want to tell you that part of the wall in D.C., Pelosi's wall, Stretch Face Armstrong's wall, is actually coming down. Steve Bannon reported on his show this morning that part of the wall is actually being dismantled. Now, whether that part of the wall is being dismantled because they're taking down the whole wall or because they're just removing it so they can build something bigger, I don't know. But the good thing is, is part of the wall is being dismantled. So we'll see where that goes. I just wanted to throw that in there. Now, Here's something that's interesting. Tucker Carlson made some controversial comments, okay? Tucker does that. Okay, I don't watch Fox News and I don't watch Tucker anymore, although I don't have a problem with Tucker really in any way. Uh, A couple things he says, but I'm sure that he has some things, he'd have some problems with some things that I say too. And I'm sure some of you guys have some problems with what I say as well. But Tucker Carlson made some controversial comments about pregnant women being in the military, wearing flight suits. I'm sure you've heard the whole thing by now. I don't need to go into it. My problem with this is the Pentagon 
the Pentagon, ladies and gentlemen, where all the highest officials uh, in the military are. The highest, most decorated military men and women reside in the Pentagon. They go after Tucker Carlson for his comments. Now, while I don't agree with what Tucker Carlson said, at the same time, I'm wondering and, and asking myself, why is the military focused on a talk show host slash journalist, pundit, whatever you want to call him? Why are they focused so heavily on what Tucker Carlson says on his Fox News show that they have to come out and make several, not just one, but several statements? I didn't have a problem with that general coming out and making that video. I had no problem with that. That just is what it is. But when you see a coordinated effort by the Pentagon to come after a TV pundit for his views and his opinions on his one-time-a-day show, that, ladies and gentlemen, that's, that's concerning. That's actually pretty stupid, okay? Maybe we should be more focused. Maybe the Pentagon's efforts would be better focused on, I don't know, the 2020 election and all of the illegalities and fraud that happened in pretty much every swing state and probably every state. Maybe they should be focused a little bit more on that. Maybe they should be focused on the fact that the CCP is taking over America from the inside out. Maybe we could be focused on that. Maybe the Pentagon, ladies and gentlemen, could be focused on the fact that, I don't know, um, uh, border, the southern border, we're at actual insurrectionists, actual illegal insurrectionists who are flooding our border. You could call this a... um, I don't know what... You could call it an insurrection. You can call it an invasion. You can call it whatever you want to call it. Fact of the matter is it's illegal. And it's causing major, major problems and bringing in diseases that we haven't had for for decades into this country, including COVID-19. Maybe we could be focused on those three things more than, I don't know, talking about Tucker Carlson and his opinion about women being pregnant in the military. Okay? What a stupid thing for the Pentagon to do. And it lets you guys know, ladies and gentlemen, where our military uh, top brass, where their heads are right now and, and, and who's loyal, who, who they're really loyal to. Okay. Um, Speaking of people who are dumb, let's move on to Dumb and Dumber. And I'm talking about resident corn pop, resident Biden himself, and Miss 2% uh, Kalema Harris. And I call her Kalema Harris because she's about the lamest person there is in politics. 2%. Nobody wanted her. The independents didn't want her. The conservatives didn't want her. And the liberals didn't want her. Nobody wanted her. She pulled 2% throughout the entire primaries and literally lost and was handpicked by the organization, by the left, in order to become, sooner or later, the president that nobody wanted. So Kalema Harris and resident Biden are planning a roadshow, ladies and gentlemen. This ought to be a debacle. This ought to be months and months and months of, of, of content for us to talk about. This is going to be an absolute crap show. And actually, that's perfect. That's actually going to be perfect. So they're planning this roadshow to go around to the United States and do what? I don't know. Talk to people. That's going to be bad for Biden. But what this really is, ladies and gentlemen, is an opportunity to start handing the baton over to Kalema Harris. That's what this really is. You are starting to see the uh, the transition from resident corn pop to Miss 2% Kalema Harris. That is what this roadshow is all about. There is no other reason to go on this roadshow. What it's going to do is it's going to expose that supposed 80 million votes. 
That's what it's going to do. So it's actually kind of perfect for us. Here's what I urge you to do. If they're coming to a theater near you, then I urge you to get together with all of your Patriot friends, all your Patriot groups, and make sure that you go and let them know if uh, your support. Uh, you can honk your horns. You can talk on bullhorns. You can talk on microphones. But let them know what you think of the job that they are doing after all. That's the entire reason for the whole thing, right? The entire reason is to go on a road show to engage the public. Aren't you the public? Don't you have a right to have your voice heard? I would imagine that every place that they stop, that there will be more of you. There will be more of me than people who actually voted for them. So this might be, a th this might be what blows up in their face and exposes them to the entire country of what you and I already know. So I cannot wait for... Resident Biden and Miss 2% Kalema Harris to come to a theater near me so I can let them know just what I think of the job that they're doing um, since occupying the house that we didn't put them in to begin with. Won't that be fun? Won't that just be absolutely amazing to watch? What a debacle this is going to be, and I cannot wait. Show up with your Trump flags, show up with your Trump gear, and let them know of the job that you think they're doing after all. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what they want you to do. They want to engage with the public to see what the public actually thinks. But what this really is, folks, is a way to get Kamala uh, Harris out there, Kalema Harris, and start passing the baton over to her. Don't think we're that stupid. We're not dum-dums. You are dumb and dumber. <laughs> Speaking of dum-dums, I would like to give the final dum-dum award of the day today to Jill Filipovic. Jill Filipovic, check her out on Twitter, check her out on Facebook, find her on social media. She's a blue, uh, blue checkmark liberal feminist who has zero intelligence whatsoever. But that's not why she's getting the Dumb Dumb Award, just because she has zero intelligence. A lot of the people would say the same thing about yours truly. She's getting a Dumb Dumb Award today because of the statement that she made about stay-at-home moms. Are you ready for this one? This will get your blood boiling. Feminist author Jill Filipovic, spelt F-I-L-I-P-O-V-I-C, suggested on Twitter uh, that stay-at-home moms set a bad example for their children because their decision not to work sends the message that they are not ambitious. Jill Filipovic, that was probably the dumbest thing you ever said, and you... Get the final dumb dumb award of the day today. First off, let me get let me just break this down real quick, okay? Number one, stay-at-home moms have by far the hardest job in the world. There is not a harder job in this world than to be a stay-at-home mom. You call them non-ambitious. You say they're setting a bad example. You say that they uh, that, that, that their decision not to work is going to set a bad example. Let me tell you something about stay-at-home moms. Do you know what they do? The first and foremost, the, 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 the primary thing that they do is sacrifice. That is a sacrifice bigger than you, Jill Filipovic, will ever, ever know. That is such a large sacrifice for a person to do, to sacrifice any career that they could have to stay at home and to raise their children right and to take care of their families, their pets, their livelihoods, their agendas, their chores, their uh, maintenance of everything, the getting the kids from here to there to give them a better life. 
There is no greater sacrifice other than what Jesus Christ did himself on this planet or maybe signing your life away by signing up for the military than to be a stay-at-home mom. What a stupid, stupid statement that was to make, okay? My wife decided four years ago that she was going to be a stay-at-home mom for our five children. And let me tell you this right now. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't think of the sacrifice that she's made. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't tell her how proud I am of her and how thankful I am to her for doing what she's doing. Our children have a better life for it. Our home is intact. And you know what? There's always food. There's always a warm uh, meal to go home to. We eat supper at the supper table. All of us do together. We have Bible studies because of what she puts together. We have gardens in our backyard because of what she does. We have everything because of what my wife does. My life would be non-existent. None of this would be happening today. This show would not be a show without my wife and the sacrifices that she makes. So Jill, Jill Filipovic, that was the dumbest uh, statement I've ever heard in my life. And maybe, just maybe, you ought to have some children of your own so you can see exactly what it's like and you can see exactly how hard it is to do the job of a stay-at-home mom. I want to give all of you out there who are stay-at-home moms or who might have a sister or a friend or a... Uh, a, 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 a whatever, uh, that you know that's a stay-at-home mom, I would like to give you my utmost respect. And I would like to give you the biggest shout-out I could ever give. There is no greater person on this planet than a stay-at-home mom. I love you. I appreciate what you're doing. And I know the world feels the same way I do. Maybe Jill Filipovic doesn't understand that or doesn't agree with that, but I do. Okay? All right, guys. Um, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get ready to close the show out. However, I want you to stay here real quick though. Tonight, I will not be doing a live from America. I will be having a fill in tonight, as far as I still know, in case something's come up. I will be having a fill-in at 5 p.m. A good friend of mine, Will Johnson, I was going to have him on the show today to uh, introduce him, but he's at the doctor's office right now, so we're not going to be able to bring him in. Um, oh, Smarties. Smarty Award goes to the stay-at-home moms because they are literally the smartest people in the world uh, for being able to multitask, for being able to teach, for being able to hold everything together, and for being able to, and for having the, uh, the willingness to put up with people like myself. All moms get the Smarty Award. I'm sorry I forgot to give that. Uh, Will Johnson, uh, hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, uh, will be on tonight at 5 p.m. right here on this channel. Uh, so just come here like you always do and watch him as he fills in. And give him a you know, give him a warm welcome. Make sure you share the video. Make sure you get the audience up big for him. He is a wonderful guy, and he's, and he's doing this um, out of the greatness of his heart, filling in for me uh, so that I can do some things with my family uh, and have a longer weekend than usual. Uh, so remember, guys. If you, um, if you go to jeremyharrell.com and you do order clothes from my, uh, from, from my store, just make sure that you're aware that you, you know, how you wash and dry them to keep them looking vibrant for a long time. Here's something you can get. Make America great again, again, because that's what we're going to be doing, ladies and gentlemen, making America great again, again. Thank you for all your support. Sign up for the newsletter. I did get the newsletter out a little later than normal this morning, so I hope you got that. Check out your, your all your different folders, your promotions folders, your your um, your spam folders. Make sure you get it. And uh, I always enjoy you replying back. And if you can, become a monthly donor to the show so we can grow it and get normal, everyday hosts like Will Johnson, like Ben Berkwam, and others. So God bless you guys. Thank you for allowing me to do this. Thank you for 
funding everything that you guys are funding. Uh, you guys are great. I, I will never, ever, ever be able to repay you. I'll just continue to grow this show as you want me to and by God's will. Have a great long weekend. Thank you for allowing me to have a longer weekend with my family. And um, remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Uh, Follow me on Telegram because on Telegram, I still post Saturdays and Sundays. All right. God bless you guys. See you later. And we'll see you Monday at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. Make sure to check out Will Johnson tonight at 5 p.m. See you later. Rebirth of America Been a long time coming And we all learned something that we won't ever give it up no Long as I'm bleeding I'ma never stop screaming that we free